0: Welcome to Rocktail Hour, an hour's worth of rocking good time in about 10 to 15 minutes with your buddies Tim, Tregg, and Quinn. Uh, Tim and Tregg are two old guys that are a testament to the fact that rock and roll keeps you young, and Quinn's our young guest. In each Rocktail Hour, we bring you our. F- that sounded creepy. <laughs> you offered me candy. Why am I here? <laughs> In each Rocktail Hour, we bring you our favorite stories behind the greatest rock and roll tunes of all times and other interesting ruminations about the music and the rockers who inspire us. Rocktail Hour is an affiliate of Amazon.com. When you shop on Amazon, it would be awesome if you would first click on the Amazon.com link on the Rocktail Hour homepage or our affiliates page, and then Amazon will kick a few bucks back to the Rocktail Hour, and that'll help fund the free podcast. One Amazon product that you may be very interested in is (laughs) Treg's legal thriller uh, titled Until Murder Do Us Part. Who did it? Well, you'll have to read it to find out, and it's only $2.99 on Amazon. Today, Quinn is going to bring us the story behind Ballad of Billy the Kid by Billy Joel. I just got that. Billy the Kid and Billy Joel. Is there a correlation there? Will you tell us?
1: Yeah, we'll actually talk about that. Okay. Great. Well, uh, thank you for having me here.
0: Not to put too much pressure on our guest podcaster, but I don't know if anybody has ever been a bigger fan of Billy Joel than Tragedy.
1: <laughs> no kidding, really? I'm a, yeah, I'm a big fan. Oh, I'm Tim a huge fan. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, well, I, we we were in the 80s, but mm-hmm. while well, you were, like, I think crazy. I've been
1: to, I think I've been to just about every tour since 1984. No kidding. Yeah.
0: yeah. We went to see him at the Salt Palace in 1984. He was yep. really good.
1: Yeah, I wish he'd come back to Utah, but... Uh, uh he was just in colorado in september hmm. i think that's his. well he goes to california and colorado
0: is there a reason he won't go to utah
1: uh because uh, he has i don't he doesn't have a house here he has a house oh. in colorado and a house in la fair enough so all right he doesn't
0: tour so much you know? no he, he doesn't just, tour too yeah, much
1: anymore plays a couple shows yeah i'm a huge fan of billy joel absolute insane i just went and saw him at madison square garden wow. uh Quinn's a bigger fan than me, then. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh, okay. I wouldn't pay to go to Madison Square Garden. $380 for that ticket. Whoa! But, I mean, we were 20 rows back. I mean, it was Sweet. incredible. Best uh, When he opened, I mean, I started to cry when he started playing New York State of Mind in New York, and I was like, <laughs> I was blown away. That was it. That was it. There I was you go. done. Yeah. One of the best nights of my life. Anyway, so, uh, Ballad of Billy the Kid. Uh, this was not one of his hits, but uh, for all of his fans, it's a really good song, and everybody knows this one, and... uh has a really famous piano parts in it. Um, He released it on the Piano Man album in 1973. Like I said, it didn't really take off. I don't even think it's on the 500 list. Probably not on any list anywhere. (laughs) Probably (laughs) a list of songs people hardly listen to. (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's a really interesting story of why he wrote this song. Um, In fact, he he explains it a little bit in his, uh, what is it, Behind the Red Curtain album. I think that's what it's called when he goes to the the USSR. He actually didn't want to sing his own songs. He wanted to be a songwriter, but uh, nobody picked him up. In fact, he was really interested in writing music for uh, old westerns. Uh, you know, he was really attracted to that, and, and he wrote some things, but nobody picked him up, which I hope they feel stupid now because, yeah, right. you know, you know <laughs> he, he's always wanted to write uh, music for the movies and uh, write mu- music and songs for other performers. But uh, nobody picked him up, so he ended up having to do it all himself, which, you know, made his career. So that's where The Ballad of Billy the Kid comes from, because he wrote this uh, Western-y theme, you know, but nobody picked it up, so he just wrote it himself. He he actually has been asked quite a few times if uh, Billy Joel, Billy the Kid, if it has a correlation between there. He says it doesn't. Oh, here's another thing, too, because he's a big history buff, huge history buff. That's one of the reasons uh, why he wrote... uh, (laughs) uh, <laughs> we didn't start the fire. We didn't start the fire. Okay. That's the one, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, You know, huge history buff, but he actually talks about Billy the Kid. All the history in it, in his song, is completely wrong. <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, <laughs> I you didn't know, know that. fair enough. <laughs> yeah, you know, the place where he said uh, he's buried and where he came from, you know, it's like not well, Wheeling, true. Willing West Virginia. Willing West Virginia, line. yeah. yeah right. From a town known as Willing West Virginia. Uh, wrote a boy with a six gun in his hand. The Boot Hill grave that bears Hill, his name, right? Yeah, is that the the bears his name. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, he said all of that is completely wrong. He made it all up, um, <laughs> but he just said it, it just worked with his lyrics, so he went with it. <laughs>
0: well, isn't aren't most stories about Billy the Kid? primarily incredibly embellished. I mean, if, if you told the true story of Billy the Kid, I don't think it would be that interesting, right? It's probably true. Yeah,
1: you know, he's probably one of those really boring guys that just through history got really unboring. <laughs> there has to be a correlation, you know, between him. He first talks about Billy the Kid from a town, uh, Willings, West Virginia, but then uh, when he comes back at the end, Uh, He talks about from a town uh, known as uh, Oyster Oyster Bay, Bay, Long Island, which is where he's from. Mm. A kid walks with a six-pack in his hand (laughs) rather than a six-gun, you know? Mm. Talking about how people high and low uh, talked about his name and spread the word. It's really interesting, and all because he wanted to write songs for movies. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. I love it. You, You know, Billy Joel has such a wide span of genre of music that he writes. Um, that's one of the reasons why I love him, because he came out with this incredible Western, even though you know, he's from New York. <laughs> <laughs> so he tells himself, you know, I don't know how to write a Western. I'm from New York, you know? But then he'd come around and whip out a crazy rock and roll one and then whip out an incredible piano ballad.
0: Another one, jazz. You know, oh, like jazz. The 52nd a... Street is all, this oh, just my gosh, total yeah, jazz yeah, sound.
1: He's incredible. Hmm.
0: Well, Stuff. we liked him in the 80s, that's for sure. That's right, that's right. We listened to him so much. It's it's almost like the Beatles for me now. Like, I don't know that I listen to the Beatles that much anymore, hmm. but I love the Beatles hmm. and I have great affection for their music. And um, if, if something comes on the radio, I'll listen to it and I'll sing with it and I'll enjoy it, but I'm not sure that I would ever, you know, buy an album on – off of iTunes and just just listen to the Beatles anymore. Very rarely, would I do that, mm-hmm. and actually, I like if I do, I like to listen to the deeper cut kind of stuff. I like I like to listen to the White Album. A mm-hmm. lot. Oh yeah, I, I love mm-hmm. the White Album, and that's such an eclectic album. Like, and nobody but the Beatles could have pulled that off, mm-hmm. right? True, I mean, yeah. it just you couldn't have done it. Um, Billy Joel was interesting because um, he seemed like a pretty serious. Musician, even though you know his genre was you know rock and roll, but he seemed like a a really true musician to me, and I've always been impressed with um with groups that uh musically can really um create a lot of um intricate music. Right. Yeah. And, and detailed music. And Billy Joel was one of those people for me because he's such a great musician. And then he came out with that album in the early 80s, 1983, and it had Uptown Girl and uh, tell her about it. And I was the not. Awesome man. Yeah, I was not impressed with that album initially, I guess, um, because it, to me, it was uh, it was kind of a detour from the kind of music, the more serious music that he wrote and it sounded
1: uh, like 50s you know the whole album a lot of it
0: sounded like 50s style did, yeah music. yeah
1: a lot of his critics were uh criticizing him as yeah. they do you know about that because it was it had that 50s feel that that old you know doom 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 doon do, you know do you know, yeah, stuff, yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: what was interesting about that um was i swear every every song on that album hit the charts right like, yeah, that's right. like, like know, easy money and tell her about it. Oh yeah. yeah. Innocent yeah. man Yeah. and Uptown Girl and um, um Longest Time, I think was yeah. longest mm-hmm. mm-hmm. time. And yep. of course Uptown Girls about Christy Brinkley. <laughs> that was my that yeah, was your, yeah. Yeah. yeah, seriously. Yeah, I <laughs> have a cold. And and even now, girl, seriously <laughs> she's, she's like seventy eight and she's still hot. <laughs> she's still got it. Um but over time you realize how great was that album you know what what he did with that album and and just reinventing himself to be timely you know and 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 to just stay in the limelight i i i have a lot of respect for that album
1: you know uh he's been asked in interviews before who his biggest influence is you know who it is
0: frankie valley no (laughs) no beethoven
1: Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, he started out as a classical pianist. That's what he yeah. grew up as because uh, mm-hmm. his his father was a classical pianist before he, he took off to Austria, which is where we get the song Vienna from, by the way, which ah. is another time we should talk Didn't about. did know that. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons why I think Billy Joel is so incredible and is and is stuck through the annals of time as well. His melodies and his musicality, the, his music theory behind it. He has that that classical music theory behind there, because that's what it was before. In classical music, they didn't have lyrics or anything. They had melody, you know. No, 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 no. Anybody can catch that. Mm-hmm. So Billy Joel, he picked that up. In fact, his song. Um, Good night, my angel. Good night, my angel. Time to close your eyes. It's actually taken from a, an old German lullaby that has about the same same melody. Ah, you hmm. know, it's really interesting. So cool. it's uh, it's fascinating. He Very does a whole big yeah, it is yeah. He has a whole like uh, symposium. Is it the word? I don't care. <laughs> On like how Beethoven influenced just about every song. Hmm. I Very mean, cool. it, even in a live concert when he's playing, um, my life. Uh, you know, this doom is doom my doom. life. Yeah, when he opens up with his, uh, you know, he's playing that doom doo 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 Then he he comes in with dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Oh, oh, to joy. Mm. Ah, anyway, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. really interesting. You know, you see when he plays these things, and as well as that, when he stopped. I think his last album, uh, rock and roll, was River of Dreams. I think, eighty seven or something. And in ninety three, he released a whole album of classical music. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Good stuff. It's incredible. He just he quit writing rock and roll music and he wrote classical music. He's incredible. That's why I love him so much. Yeah, Major he wanted, talent.
0: he wanted to be uh, a classical musician like Beethoven, but his pleas fell on deaf ears. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah, <laughs> but we're leaving it in. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, debate <laughs> Because I'm editing. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> he's a classy guy. Yeah. His concerts are funny, you know, and they're yeah. fun. Like he just talks to the audience and. You know, nowadays, uh, when I went to his concert at Madison Square Garden, he uh, he asked the audience to vote on which song to play, and so whichever one got a louder applause, he didn't play that one. You know, <laughs> that's great. It's incredible,
0: yeah. I saw a YouTube video of of a college student that wanted to. Play. I was going to mention that yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, that was that was really cool. He just let him come out and play "New York State of Mind," right? Yeah. yeah. Beautiful piano player, and the Billy Joel sang it, and it was a beautiful song, and he did a great job. Huh? Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, he goes around to different universities, uh, you know, all these interviews and like he calls them master classes. He goes around to different universities and they're all on YouTube. You can check him out, but you can really get in-depth like his music, his songs and like why he wrote different things. And it's incredible because he did. He wanted to be a a teacher, a history teacher. And so he loves going around to Mm. different universities. I should get him to come to University of Utah sometime. That would be awesome. (laughs) That would be incredible. Yeah. Definitely. He's such a good guy. Yep. That's it. I mean, I love him. I love him. It, but it's just going back to that, just I guess, the final notes. It's almost like every album or every song he does because he wanted to write it for other people. So you can tell in the way he uses his voice, like who he wanted to write it for. Like in Baby Grand, he sounds just like Ray Charles. Yeah. You know, right, right. and the uh, Uptown Girl and things like that. Frankie Valli right there. He does a lot of... Uh, Paul McCartney, because he was a huge Beatles fan. So, you know, you can kind of tell that he wanted to write music for other people, but nobody do it. So he copy his voice as best as he can. Huh. It's really interesting. That's fantastic. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks, Quinn. Thank you. Uh To our listeners, you can listen to a clip from uh Ballad of Billy the Kids uh, uh, by clicking on the album link to iTunes on our Rocktail Hour website. And please email us at dudes@rocktelhour.com at if you have any uh, good ideas or song recommendations or if you think we got it wrong. Uh, or if you have any questions, uh, we'll be glad to try to answer them. But please don't direct any math questions to Tim. If you think <laughs> we're just lame, well, please keep that to yourself. And please follow us on Facebook and Twitter and rate us on iTunes. Till the next Rocktail Hour, rock on.